Hi, welcome to another episode of The Insider Trade, brought to you by C-Alpha Research and Investing. In today's episode, um, as you know, we've been doing the podcast um, every couple of weeks, and I am committed to making it much more frequent. Um, so hopefully you'll be hearing from me on a weekly basis. So if not, um, you know, perhaps sometimes intermittently as we get some interesting uh, news or events, uh, because one of the key developments over the past couple of weeks has been the uh, decline in uh, cryptocurrency uh, prices. And uh, I think um, one of the things I wanted to do that, uh, in this podcast is I'm actually doing this podcast as a video recording that is going to be shared on our C Alpha YouTube channel. So, um, you know, this is uh, going to be... Um, uh, so excuse the um, uh, clarity or the audio and uh, the pauses because uh, the best way to enjoy this podcast is to also actually check out our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com backslash C alpha S I A L P H A. Uh, because I'm going to be going through some charts and going to be talking about some cryptocurrencies and it's a bit hard to explain uh, without having the visual, um, you know, support and without being able to kind of walk you through what I mean. So as you have probably heard, you know, Bitcoin uh, fell through $4,000 uh, per coin, which was kind of a big thing. And uh, if you'll notice here, you know, we've got uh, at this time, which is uh, Sunday, December the 2nd, we have Bitcoin sitting at about 4168 um, and Ethereum sitting at 117. Okay. And, um, and the result of this, um, uh, decline has been that now Ripple XRP has become the second largest, uh, cryptocurrency by market cap at 14 billion. And Ethereum has actually become the third largest at 12 billion. Uh, and Stellar has actually also come up into the, um, rankings and is, um, you know, still way behind Ethereum, uh, but it has now slightly surpassed Bitcoin Cash as the fourth largest cryptocurrency. And EOS has fallen down to number six. And Litecoin has fallen down to number seven. So there has been a bit of a change in the tables uh, in terms of the cryptocurrency market. Now, what are my thoughts on this? Um, first of all, I had warned you if you were listening to me over the past uh, few podcasts, you know, I had shared my concerns about the cryptocurrency market. I did say that, uh, you know, I am not investing. If you go back to the episode uh, 11, September 9th, um, you know, it's, uh, I give you an overview of how I'm positioning myself and how I'm avoiding uh, these alternative coins and, and cryptocurrencies. And we are going to see much lower prices and that's come um, to fruition. Uh, in, interestingly, Ethereum, you'll notice here, I'm just going to, uh, you know, go to the chart here on the screen share. And while that chart loads up back in August, you know, I did a, um, uh, podcast where we talked about Ethereum and some of the challenges that Ethereum is going to face. And, uh, and during that, um, 
uh, episode, that's when Ethereum uh, had touched a low of $258, right, per Ether, which is the name of the Ethereum coin. And I had said that Ethereum could go down to $90. And um, so Ethereum actually in, uh, if you look at this chart here in BTC price, it did actually um, get very uh, close to uh, $90. Uh, and in US dollar terms, it went to a low of about $106 per Ether. And uh, and it's starting to stabilize, and cryptocurrencies in general are stabilizing. So uh, a question that I've been getting is, am I buying at these prices? Uh, and the simple answer is no. The reason for that is that I do not see any imminent catalyst for these cryptocurrency prices uh, to rebound and rebound with any sustainable uh, bounce. So for any... Um, market that's in decline, you want to be able to see, and I'm just showing you the Ethereum uh, one-year chart here, you need to be able to see the prices stabilizing and forming a base, which means that all the, the sellers have pretty much gotten out of the market and the selling pressure is over. Um, is the selling pressure over in Ethereum? You know, I'm not sure. Bitcoin Again, if you go to the, um, and this is, um, if you're wondering what site this is, this is CoinMarketCap. Uh, not the best, but, uh, you know, one of the most reliable uh, in terms of pricing and charting. Uh, so Bitcoin, you know, over the past month, if it would scroll for me. So as this loads, um, let me show you what it has done. And where the support is, you know, you, you still have reasonable volumes. But if you look at this, you know, we had a kind of a real breakdown from the 60, uh, four, and this is the all time high. Let me increase the, the size here. Well, perhaps not, but just to make it easier, uh, for you to have a look here, you know, so we had this strong breakdown in terms of prices. You know, we're in, and on, actually it was November 11th, uh, you know, Remembrance Day, you know, Bitcoin was, uh, sitting at $6,400 a coin and it fell down to 3,700 in less than, um, 30 days, you know, in less than a month. So November, since my previous podcast, which was mid November, uh, you know, prices have just collapsed. Right. So uh, if we were to let's run the numbers, this is a decline of about, so, you know, from 60, let's say 6,500 on average to 35, 30, sorry, 3,700. That's a $2,800 decline per coin. So that's about a 43% decline in a single month. Now that's as bad as some of the energy stocks have fallen. Right. So, and uh, when we're talking about energy stocks, let me give you an overview here. I'm going to go to this site, uh, uh, which is, and, um, uh, you know, this is the uh, stockwatch.com. Now, let me just show you. Uh, I just like the, the simplicity and the pricing. Uh, so I'm, uh, I subscribe to this, uh, is, and if you look at the uh, XLE, which is the Spider Select Energy Fund listed on New York, look at the collapse here. You know, in the sense that, uh, from mid-October, from $78, 
to uh, 66. Now, this is uh, an ETF of uh, some of the largest um, uh, energy companies in the U.S., right? And this has been a decline of about um, $12, so 12 on 78 that's about a 15% decline. But what this doesn't necessarily show is the, the massive move we've had in energy stocks such as, um, let me give you some of the Canadians because the Canadian energy companies have just been annihilated. You know, there's so much blood on the street that, uh, you know, look at this. Like this is, uh, Crescent Point Energy, and you think this company is going bankrupt by uh, the the way that this chart looks, but you know it's trading at six eighty, or let's say six fifty at the beginning of October, and now it's sitting at about three, or actually it just b- broke below three dollars, and uh, so it's sitting at two ninety six. So you know I don't need to bring my calculator out, but that's clearly a decline of more than 50% in two months, okay? And this is a company, for example, that is paying a, a dividend yield of 9.2%, okay? Um, it's still cash flow positive. Yes, they don't have earnings, and the Canadian Western uh, Canadian energy prices are depressed, um, so the company is under significant pressure. But look, uh, the reason for me Sharing this with you is where would you put your investment dollars? Would you put your investment dollars in a cryptocurrency or in a, in a cryptocurrency that is volatile, pays me no income, has no dividend, has no cash flow, and has declined 50%? Or would you put your money in an energy company? And there's many Canadian energy companies which are in a similar position. Um, and I will actually be sharing under C-Alpha, which will be a separate video purely and not necessarily on the podcast, but it will be going up on our C-Alpha YouTube channel. We believe this is one of the best buying opportunities in the Canadian energy sector um, over the past five years. You know, the, the Canadian energy sector has uh, you know, been beaten up so bad, nobody loves it. And I think this was kind of the final straw with the current decline in the uh, global energy prices uh, to wash out uh, these stocks, right? So, you know, cryptocurrency, you know, stocks um, or even cryptocurrency um, uh, themselves are going to be uh, under pressure. And when I talk about cryptocurrency stocks, there are several companies that are involved in the cryptocurrency space. For example, one is Galaxy, uh, which is, uh, sorry, it's on the Canadian. Uh, Galaxy, ticker symbol GLXY. Now, uh, Galaxy is one of those uh, companies that had a lot of um, uh, kind of uh, noise because it was uh, brought out by a former uh, Goldman Sachs partner, venture capitalist, and um, and he committed to I think about two hundred million dollars. And I was actually I, I did purchase this. I was buying it from uh, two dollars, right? So it went public back in August. Uh, traded as high as three fifteen. Okay, you can see the the price chart here. Um, at three fifteen, I think it had a a market cap. Let me just see what the market cap right now is. The market cap now is seventy million. So at, um, at 3.15, it had a market cap of almost um, over 200 million, okay? Now, they had their earnings that came out uh, the uh, a few days back on November the 27th. The company lost about 76 million U.S. dollars. They had to do a lot of write-offs. 
as well as, uh, you know, they um, have not been able to deploy the capital that they've raised, which uh, was for cryptocurrency investments. It was also for, um, you know, investment in uh, mining, uh, uh, Bitcoin and cryptocurrency mining and the like. Uh, so they've ended up closing their Vancouver offices and they really had to kind of, uh, you know, contract in response to the decline in the cryptocurrency prices. Okay. So now in this case, if you look at this, um, now, as I mentioned, I did actually, I, I felt that there was good support at the $2 range because they do have assets. They do have uh, cash literally. Um, but you know, with the decline in Bitcoin and a lot of their mining operations, mining investments will not be profitable. Uh, they on relatively low volume. And this is a small company, relatively small company, 70 million now. Uh, but it, it quickly fell from grace at, at $2. And, uh, you know, went all the way down to 90 cents. Now remember, I bought here at $2. Okay. Um, so then I bought a little bit more at the 150 range because I know the net asset value of this company is there in that ballpark. Uh, but despite that, the market doesn't care. Okay. Because there's no cash flow coming from this and it's a small, uh, small cap or actually a micro cap under a hundred million dollar valuation uh, and it quickly fell and then you know I, I bought a little bit more down here I was able to actually reduce my average cost basis my average cost uh, for uh, galaxy shares to about a dollar 36 per share and then finally when it had this bounce on the earnings and some good commentary by the CEO trying to you know pump up the stock and, and tell investors that hey you know we're not going to die which is true you know they've got a net asset value of dollar um, 75 according to the recent financials I think that's going to come lower because um, they will have to do further write-offs um, on their financials and from investments that are going to fail so I would be very surprised if any of their in investments over the past year have made any money or will make any money because they were way overvalued, way overpriced. You know, every ICO that came out over the past year has been grossly overpriced and is sitting at a fraction of the prices that it came out at. So again, I don't want to take too long, but the bottom line is the crypto carnage may be over, but I don't expect any significant upside. I would not be surprised if Bitcoin continues to uh, fall under pressure. Ethereum, you know, goes back to that hundred dollar mark, which is, I think, good support. Bitcoin, I could see it going down to uh, twenty five hundred, uh, you know, two thousand. Because if you look at the, again here on my screen, I'm able to show um, the pricing of Bitcoin. The Bitcoin chart. Um, okay, let's go. Let's go all time. So over the past five years. You know, Bitcoin has kind of done that parabolic move, has come down and this, uh, you know, so we can actually have support, you know, real good, strong support is actually in this 2500 mark, right? So I, I feel, uh, you know, there, there is, again, we don't know what's going to happen with prices. We can only take educated guess. We can only look at data. We can only look at, at the end of the day, supply and demand. What's going to drive demand? I don't see any catalyst in the near future. I see Bitcoin possibly falling back down to 2,500 um, or at least 3,000 mark. And then, you know, it has to base out. It has to stabilize. The market has to mature. All the weak hands have to get washed out. 
And then perhaps if some institutional money, some mature investment capital comes in that is truly committed to the long term, you know, we have the opportunity to Bitcoin to stabilize and perhaps start, um, you know, an uptrend up a trend once again so thank you very much so that's uh, my podcast for today and i hope uh, you enjoy the commentary with the video that i'm going to be putting on c alpha again if uh, you'd like to see the accompanying video uh, where i've go walk through the uh, charts uh, please go to youtube.com backslash c alpha and i will also post that in the description of this uh, episode thank you very much Uh, God bless.